What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Sports Inventory with your host, Ben Kuchipudi and Tyler, your favorite quarterback, Graham. Ben, today is April 27th, the year of our Lord, 2023. The NFL draft is upon us. But before we get into it, Ben, uh, the Jets landed a particular quarterback I'm familiar with, you're familiar with, Ben, Aaron Rodgers, baby. What's going down in your, in your neck of the woods? All I'm saying is that it's about damn time. It was really funny. I was actually in, you know, I was in the gym hitting some lap pull downs and I look and they had the TVs playing in the gym all the time. And it's always on ESPN. So I look to my left. I see Adam Schefter report breaking just finalized the report. No, finalized the trade for Aaron Rodgers, And I just dropped a bar in the middle of my set. I was so happy. It was, it was insane. So, um, going over the, um, Going over the hall, the Packers got they got the 13th pick. They got pick 43. They got um, a conditional second next year that could turn into um, a first if Aaron Rodgers plays 60, 65% of the snaps, which I expect to happen. Absolutely. In exchange for um, Aaron Rodgers, pick 15 from Green Bay, and a few later picks of this year's draft and next year. But it, it's just a huge weight lifted off my shoulders. Like, I know... He announced that he was gonna that he was gonna be a Jet on the Pat McAfee show about six weeks ago, but the trade was never official. And we knew Brian Gutekunst was gonna haggle to try to get as much as he could for his franchise quarterback. But realistically, I do think that it's a fair compensation for both teams. Um, I'm gonna expect Green Bay to draft a skill position player with that first round pick for the first time in a long time. I think over 20 years. But as for my Jets. The vibes are good. Aaron looks committed. This is not, I don't think this is going to be a one-and-done thing. He looks like he's here for at least two years. He spoke glowingly of the front office and the staff. And I know Garrett Wilson, Sauce Gardner, and Brees Hall and the rest of the boys are happy are smiling somewhere in Florham Park. Because this is going to be the most exciting season for the Jets since 2011, back when they last made the conference championship. So... I'm just so excited. I can't wait to go back to my life this season. Ben, I'm so happy for you guys. It's beyond measure. You know, I, I have my my uh, alignments with sports, being a Cowboys fan in football, Warriors fan in basketball, and a Yankees fan in baseball. But the Jets always will have a soft place in my heart because throughout my entire life, whether that be childhood, my young adulthood, or we're now we're pushing our adulthood, which is kind of wild, Ben. I've been in plenty of Jets camps games preseason regular season and met life it looks better in green let me just say that ben and uh, i'm very very happy for you guys to land uh a rod baby and we got to deal with y'all in dallas i think week eight or something like that like this gonna, that's gonna be a good game that's gonna, that's, be a gonna good. Be, that's gonna be a really good game and i'm so excited i hope he gives you his all i hope the years ahead of I him are bright. here we're getting a mad aaron Rodgers. i can already tell Oh yeah, no, and 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 it's cool because he's he you have his OC, you know, you're gonna have a this this lax thing. The boys are loving him. He has his team, and according to defensive rating, this might be one of the best defenses he's ever had as a as a NFL quarterback. He's I mean, he just had a top five defense this past season, which which is something that has plagued his entire career because in, in moments of distress, his team just lets up touchdowns it's very very hard to constantly put on pressure on the offensive end so the fact that he's gonna have an easy breeze at things for the most part let's just say we'll knock on wood there um that it's it's freaking awesome and and it, he's also a class act not taking joe namath's number 
believe it is, you know, that's Hollywood Joe's number 12. Rocket is old cow number of eight. Shout out to all the profile picks that Sauce Gardner and all of them are changing to. Yes, I'm, I'm loving the culture that the Jets are creating here, and it seems very healthy and happy, and it's good to see that, uh, that, that Broadway green is back up. I can't wait. This team is just this team is screaming hard knocks right now, and I expect the Jets to be in hard knocks hard knocks this season. Oh my god. But we're gonna talk about another quarterback right now. Someone who just got their bag finally, just over an hour ago. Lamar Jackson, five year, two hundred sixty million dollar contract, hundred eighty five million dollars guaranteed. Tyler, how do we feel about this contract? Because Lamar has been haggling the Ravens, even re- even requesting a trade momentarily, but they finally get Odell Beckham, and they finally give him the contract. What does this mean for Baltimore? Like, what are we thinking? I just think that, uh, A, that trade talk, um, it, it was just to put some more pressure on the situation. It's been brought to my attention by several sources that Lamar acted alone here. He didn't act with an agent. So that could have been explained why the, um, the contract talks took so long. Um, but he was adamant about staying in Baltimore. I don't think he ever wanted to leave. The trade request was simply put uh, his foot kind of on on the backs of the Baltimore organization to hurry up because I really want to spend my time here. Um, but I also think this 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 move is like it's Lamar Jackson. Like we're we're not stupid here. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the league when healthy. But that's the question: when healthy, if healthy at all. Um, I also think the contract was finalized and he was content with it because it's also brought to my attention by several sources that the Ravens are going to eye up trading their first round pick and something else for DeAndre Hopkins, creating one of the most dangerous offense I can fathom coming into this league. And if that were the case, Ben, the AFC is going to be an absolute bloodbath. The amount of quarterback talent now that Rodgers is here and Lamar is back, it's it's crazy. It's going to be an absolute bloodbath, and there's going to be teams that miss the playoffs or have poor seeding, and they would dominate in the NFC. The NFC is becoming somewhat of a farmer's league over there. And um, I, congratulations to Lamar. I love seeing him play. I'm loving it. Uh, $180 million guaranteed out of that 260, which I guess he got his guaranteed money, making him the highest player in the NFL. But let's just see going forward how the health permits, you know, if, if we can magically give him some serum to remain healthy, this is a steal of a contract, even though he's the most highest played player ever, but it's a matter of health, right? And it's going to be very, very difficult. I'm excited to see what happens, but um, with their draft coming up tonight, I think they should focus on defense because that was a big thing about their all like their team last year. Sure. If they land Deandre Hopkins or Odell stays healthy, that team's going to put up 30 a game, 35 a game, but are they going to let up 40? You know, like, that's the thing. It, 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 it's a, a beautiful sport with 11 men on offense, 11 men on defense, and they all have to be held accountable. But congratulations to Lamar. Welcome back. He belongs in purple. He belongs in Baltimore. And, bro, do your thing next year, baby. MVP Lamar is back. Big trust. Big trust. Woo-woo. And be more. If you're outside a bank and be more, come see me. But, yeah, AFC is going to be an absolute bloodbath next year. I'm excited. It's, it sucks that the Jets are in an extremely tough conference this year, but it's in, there's so many Pro Bowl caliber quarterbacks. The only ones off the top of my head that I can't really think that aren't really Pro Bowl caliber. Like you have you have the Colts, whoever they have a quarterback, whether it's um, Anthony Richardson, Will Levis, CJ Stroud, maybe Gardner starts for a little bit. You have the Texans with their quarterback, and then you have. Um, Tennessee. That's really yeah. it. Just yeah, the whole Tennessee. It's it's gonna be tough, Ben. Like it's really gonna be tough. And if if you know, as you being a Jets fan, I wouldn't be too worried because that team is also pretty freaking good. You know, mm-hmm. I 
I'm not I'm not really worried, but it's gonna be really, really tough. The Chiefs have a, a tough road back to what they dream of. The Bengals have to redeem themselves. The Bills gonna go through woes. This has to be their year. I feel like a lot of things are gonna change next year if the Bills don't make it far. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be really, really tough. But let's let's move on to the main event of the evening, the main card here, the Javante Davis Ryan Garcia fight. Shout out to Javante Davis taking that KO win the other day, but the draft, Ben. So uh, for the remainder of this episode, we're going to cover the first round like we did with Grace. Grace couldn't be here, sadly. So uh, Ben will get the odds. I'll get the evens. And we'll go through our teams and discuss quickly who do you think is going to land now because a lot have changed, whether it was about cognitive decision-making test, hint, hit, nudge, nudge, or guys deciding to fluke on the quarterback issue and stack the rest of their team. Ben, I'm going to toss it over to you for that first pick. Ben, Ben, how are you feeling? I mean, like... Do we really have to talk about it? Nah, we know who's going going number one. He's going to go first overall. It's kind of obvious. The man man is just elite. I mean, the knock on him is that he's only 5'10", 204 listed. But if we're being real, I'd say he's probably in the 190 range. He's definitely not over 200. But Carolina, obviously a huge gamble trading up to the first overall pick, giving up the haul that included their first-round pick of future first two seconds and dj Moore, their number one receiver but that's how the nfl is you have to give up a lot to get the franchise quarterback especially for the number one pick mm-hmm. but bryce young screams franchise quarterback he was a leader at alabama and he didn't have the weapons that guys like mac jones or tua did he didn't have any receivers who can go in the first round right now so carolina really banking on bryce to be that guy for the franchise because they've been trying to they've been trying to fill in the Quarterback position with young guys who failed on their first teams, like Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield. But I really think Bryce is going to have... I think Bryce will be fine in, in Carolina for his rookie year, but I think he has the potential to definitely be a Pro Bowl, all-pro type quarterback. That's why he's That's why he's the consensus number one pick right now. Absolutely couldn't agree more, Ben. I think that's unanimously what's going to happen. Um, but I wouldn't entirely be surprised if they go a different route, uh, if they fell in love with a guy. But the... Bryce Young is an absolutely complete quarterback. If you take away his height and weight out of the equation, he scored a 98 on the decision-making test. He has one of the most accurate arms in college football, and he's an incredibly smart and humble processor of this game. Um, yeah, just seeing to know better. <sighs> so, does that mean I have the Texas pick here, Ben? Yes, All you right, do. Ben. Yes, you do. All right, Ben, I'm going to go a different route. Um, I'm going to take Will Anderson Jr. off the board here. Um I, I think the Texans, with the recent news about C.J. Stroud, which we can get into whenever he's drafted by whomever, um, I think Demeco Ryans is going to hyperfixate on building a defense and building a team around somebody. And I'm not saying they're going to tank, but I'm saying I think they're going to prioritize next year's draft to find that big guy. Demeco Ryans landing that six-year contract, he's going to need time to build up Houston. Houston right now is like Pompeii after Mount Vesuvius erupted, right? It's in ruins, right? Demeco Ryans is going to have to collect all the marble he needs and build up this team. And I think there's no better guy than the pick. I think the best guy in the draft period, Will Anderson Jr. coming out of Alabama. Elite production, incredibly high ceiling, awesome, awesome edge rusher, great locker room presence, awesome character. I think there's no better pick here than this. And I think they're going to hyperfix out on everybody else but quarterback. However, if their next pick, somebody falls to them, they might nab them, but we'll see. Yeah, I love Will Anderson here. I was originally... Before a few months ago, or maybe a month or two ago, I was thinking the Texans were locked in to take a quarterback because, let's be real, Davis Mills likely isn't a franchise guy, but it's not like he's, it's not, he's not a horrible quarterback by any means. Like, he's a perfect bridge guy. 
But D'Amico Ryan is a, is a defensive guy and getting the best defensive guy in the class who l- just screams Khalil Mack to me. It makes a lot of sense. And the Texans, they made some moves this year. They might not be bad enough to get the number one pick. But the thing is, from the Deshaun Watson trade, they got a lot of picks that they can trade to move up to the number one pick next year to nab their guy, Caleb Williams, who's going to be the consensus first overall pick in 2024. So I think if they draft Anderson here, they're going to be able to have a more NFL-ready roster with um, their rookie quarterback coming in. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I just think that Demeco Ryans has an insane eye for defensive talent. Whether it's already in the league or drafting, we've seen it in San Fran. I think he's going to jump on a basically a perennial Hall of Famer here. Mm-hmm. Ben, how are you feeling with Cardinals? Cardinals need Jesus, we know that. But who do you think the Cardinals should land at the third? The Cardinals, like, they need a trade out of this spot. But for the sake of time, we're going to stick with this pick right here. So there's a lot of directions the Cardinals can go here. But for me... I have them taking a pass rusher by the name of Tyree Wilson at Texas Tech. Interesting. So the Cardinals have lost a lot, not just not just on defense, just their whole team is just falling apart. Everyone wants out of there. But they did lose JJ Watt to retirement. And they lost one their second best defensive lineman, Zach Allen, to the Broncos in free agency. And they don't really need it, they don't need to get a quarterback here because we know Kyler is going to come back from his ACL injury. And right now, right now, there's really no better guy on the board than Tyree Wilson. They could go Jalen Carter, but I feel like they're not going to, they don't want to take the risk on his personality. So getting a blue chip pass rusher like Tyree Wilson, who in my opinion is the second best in the class, I think it's a win for the front office who's looking to really start from the ground up. That's a nice pick. I, I had him like going around the Seattle range, even falling f- uh, to the Raiders at that pick if they didn't decide to go to offensive. But I th- that's a really good pick for the Cardinals if they so happen to keep it. Yeah, they should trade out realistically. I think they will. I think there are going to be teams calling up to get the third quarterback or second quarterback off the board. <laughs> Tennessee. I think they'll. Uh, I think they're going to eventually trade out of this pick. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm hearing Texans. I'm hearing other ones. Um, I don't know. It's, it's going to be difficult because the Cardinals really need like everything. Cause I think they're going to lose D hop tonight. And I think he's going to go to the Ravens. Kyler Murray's always going to be disgruntled and it's going to be really, really bad. But, um, I think there's an, I think this is another no brainer pick. Um, I'm not super about it personally. I think this gentleman should have a year, at least two years behind somebody, but obviously I think we're going to go Anthony Richardson at this pick. Um, uh, absolute stellar athlete for the Colts. Um, he's going to just do his absolute thing. Scored pretty high on the decision-making test as well at an 88. Um, this guy could absolutely just sling the rock, do his thing. But um, what's in question is reading the defenses. He's made some bad decisions in Florida, and that's why I think he needs a year of development behind somebody. But I think the Colts are going to jump on a guy that has everything but the iq and intangibles which can be obtained in the nfl because i think he's one of the better or best athletes in this class probably the best in my opinion i mean four four quarterback probably the strongest quarterback the fastest quarterback the highest vertical quarterback broken jump 40 inches it scream all the physical traits scream franchise quarterback but as we know he's not the most polished guy which is why indy has a guy like gardner Minshew, who is a capable starter and can start for a year probably if Nia, I would if if I was a GM, I would want to sit Richardson for a season before throwing him into the fire. Yeah. And I think Richardson is just perfect for the cold system. They got Shane Steichen, who has a run first offense, 
and they ran it perfectly with a mobile quarterback like Jalen Hurts and guys like Miles Sanders in the backfield. Anthony Richardson is faster than Jalen Hurts and maybe might be stronger. I don't know about stronger, but he's faster. And they have an elite running back like Jonathan Taylor, who had a down season last year, but I fully expect him to bounce back in the system. Absolutely, absolutely. I think I, I just think he needs some sort of development. Preseason is too short of a time. OTAs are too short of a time. But um, once he gets that kind of lingo for it, the game itself, um, I think he'll do just fine. I think he's really good. I agree. What are we feeling at the fifth pick with the Seahawks, huh? So for Seattle, I feel like this is a no-brainer. Despite the character issues, Jalen Carter is probably the second best yeah. player. This Maybe the best talent-wise. Absolutely. On Georgia, on Georgia last year, or two years ago, I guess, they had five guys who went in the first round on defense. Somehow he was still the best player on the defense. This guy... Is amazing. He has the potential to be an all-pro Hall of Fame defensive tackle. But as we know, he comes with some issues. He has he has the legal problems with reckless driving and probably some commitment issues also because he came into the combine nine pounds heavier and he just underperformed. But the thing is, Seattle has never shied away from players who come with these issues. And I think Carter is just what Seattle needs to have a good defense because they they did shock some people last year with their defense and guys like um, Tariq Woolen and Boya Mafe, both rookies last year, really helped that. But adding Jalen Carter to the center of that defense, I think it would be a game changer. And if he could stay and he could stay clean and if he can cut the weight a little bit, I think Seattle got themselves a steal. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, it's always really, really difficult to jump on a guy, especially when he has uh, off the field issues. But at some point, moments, you might have to turn a blind eye and realize this is going to be might might be one of the most talented guys we've seen in recent drafts. This guy can really, really ball out. And if if honed in on correctly treated right in their system, uh, I trust Pete Carroll doing his thing and they're going to get an absolute gem. Um, Lions, Devon Witherspoon, Ben. I think they're going to jump on a cornerback at this thing. Um, in our prior mock draft, I had Christian Gonzalez going off. I, the board. I actually have Christian Gonzalez still going here. They can't really go wrong here. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. I think they're definitely going to jump on a defensive back, preferably a primary cornerback. But I think they might go Devon here. I, the the talks of Gonzalez has died down. Obviously, he had an insane combine. He's like, oh, my God, this kid's really young, really talented. But um, – it is what it is. I think they're going to jump on Witherspoon. He's a little bit more proven, has really good sense of the game, a bigger frame than Gonzalez, a little bit more bulkier, and he could be really interchangeable in all defensive schemes, which the Lions like changing up with Dan Campbell at the helm. Yeah, this is this is a very good pick. I love this for the Lions. Gonzalez and Witherspoon are pretty different players. I feel like Witherspoon, from what I've seen in his film, he's a very physical player. He, he reminds me a little bit of... Um, Charles Tillman with the peanut punch a little bit. He knows how to force fumbles and hit hard. Yeah. Christian Gonzalez, we know, is a speedy elite cover corner. But you can't really go wrong with getting a guy like Witherspoon, who I think is more polished than Gonzalez. I think Gonzalez is a higher ceiling, but Witherspoon, pairing him with uh, Cam Sutton, who they just got from the Steelers, Emmanuel Mosley, who they got from San Francisco, they have a good... It's a solid secondary they're building up. Absolutely. Well... We might have a little special special person that came in. Great Grace pulling through, huh? Welcome back. What up, Grace? Stupid Discord app wouldn't update. It's it. all right. It's all right. You got to have so, the auto updates on, Grace. Burned but, me. Uh, so we're, we're, on the, we're on the seventh pick with the Raiders right now. This is uh, 
Nick. Yeah, we 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 were moving a little bit. Greg. We've been moving a little bit. Give me the. Um, how have you been progressing? So, so right now, let's see, let's see what we got here. As a stand. We got so, Bryce Young. Yes. We got Will Anderson at two. We got Tyree Wilson at three. We got Richardson at four. Jalen Carter at five. And Devin Witherspoon at six. We're on seven right now. Ben has been the odds. I've been the evens. Okay. But Grace, if you would like to take this next pick for the Raiders, be my guest. Which might be the most interesting pick in this whole draft. High key, it might be. This is interesting. This is interesting. Um, let's see. So, so Bryce is CJ off the board? No, yeah. no, no. CJ's still on the board. CJ's on the board. Mm-hmm. Who did you have Indy taking? Richardson. Uh, Richardson. I think they Richardson. fell in love with his stuff. Yeah. Who made that pick? I did. I think. I think they're going to pick Richardson. I completely agree with Classic. that. Classic. Classic. I think they're going to pick Richardson. I will. I, I think so too. Vegas. You know. I'm sitting here in Las Vegas. There's a few things I can do. You could take a corner, right? Yes, you, you can. Still have Christian Gonzalez on the board. You could take um, a tackle. Peter Skoronsky still on the board. Or you can take Stroud. So we know Jimmy G will maybe give you eight healthy games. So you can get CJ not even as a backup, but like you might even be able to get him to sit behind Jimmy for a year, but then also probably end up playing a couple games because Jimmy always ends up getting hurt. Mm-hmm. And then Jimmy's deal ends in two years. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm taking CJ. Oh, okay. Because um, I think McDaniels wants to build from scratch. And he's pretty much going to be able to do that, like build from scratch quarterback wise. And he's going to be able to do that pretty much with CJ. And he already has his, his security blanket and Jimmy G. All right. That's, that's a decent pick. I completely understand. I think CJ is definitely a guy that needs some fundamental learning behind uh, an established vet, especially after that decision-making test where I don't know how he scored 18%. Yeah, that, to him. That, that was shocking, which is crazy. Cause I thought, when I was thinking of Shroud, I was thinking of Shroud having the highest floor of any quarterback in the draft. Yeah, I just – and then he had a, somewhat of a, an interesting remark, you know, being interviewed afterwards. You see, I'm not a test taker. I play football, which um, belittles the process of the test taking stuff. But I thought he could, you know, be a little nicer off the bat with it or say something else. But we'll see. I think that's what, what hurt his, his, his draft stock a little bit, which is crazy because his hurt is a seventh pick, which is, like, wild to me. But yeah. I, I that test is interesting because we've seen some people do real like Peyton got a twenty eight on it right yeah Peyton Manning so it's like and I know it's slightly different this year they changed it from the Wonderlic to the S two so it's not everything but it's definitely an interesting indicator because like some of the highest scores were like Eli and obviously Fitzpatrick and um. Who else? Someone else. Stafford. They all start score pretty high. So it's like a de- it's it's interesting. It's like decent indicator, but it's it one hundred percent should not like I don't think it should sway your decision on a player, you know? Oh, absolutely, like, oh, yeah. he had eighteen percent on this, he's gonna be a bum. Like no no yeah. no. It's it's definitely <laughs> like a piece I, of, it's definitely 
it, it's a piece of the pie for sure, but I don't know. It's it's like everything else was working for them, and then they had some really really weird topping on this beautiful apple pie. You know, it, it's it's yeah. incredibly low. But shout out to Bryce getting a ninety eight. Jeez, Louise, what a what a, what yeah. an absolute stud that one is. Smart. Right, so, yeah. so we gave we gave Grace the seventh pick. Ben, would you like the eighth, or I'm taking the eighth here? I'll take the eighth because God talk about my guy. I've on two, I've done two mocks mocks on a podcast, and I stuck to the same guy for both of them for the Falcons. My guy, Lucas Van Ness. All right, Luke. Iowa. Really? The man, the man dubbed Hercules. It's, it's a, he's just intimidating. He's a freak of nature. And he doesn't, he wasn't, he was never a full-time start at Iowa. But like in, in the snaps that he had, he's just been amazing. And for a Falcons team that needs pass rush, they've been last in the NFL in sacks the last, each of the two seasons. I think they've had less than 20 each season. Getting someone like Van Ness makes sense. And with guys like um, Will Anderson and Tyree Wilson off the board, I think you have to go Van Ness here. That's a really good pick. Uh, Van, Van Ness is quite the stud. It's my Chicago, guy. Chicago, Chicago, Chicago. I think they're going to go Peter Skaronsky with this pick. I'm sorry, Ben, but I think Paris Johnson falls to you guys later. Right. I, think- I didn't want Peter Skaronsky anyway. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think I think I think that Mr. Northwestern man, the absolute mauler that that kid is, I think he's definitely gonna go at at that pick. I mean, the the dude's a menace. Like, come on, let's be real. Like, he's just gonna absolute slice and dice and be one of the best blockers, plug and play. Um, and you know, he's just he's just probably the best 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 tackle in this draft. Like, you can't really say much more. I'm interested to see if they play him more at guard or tackle in in Carolina because he really. I believe he won the best offensive lineman award for guard, um, and I I think he made the switch to guard a little bit. Like I think he played the majority of snaps at guard, so it's interesting to see where he's going to line up. He might be like kind of like a Vera Tucker, and Vera Tucker can kind of line up anywhere you need Vera Tucker to line up except for center. Yeah. Um, so I'm interested, but I agree. I think he's the best tackle in the uh, best offensive lineman in the class. And I think you made a great point, Grace, because the reason he is that I think is because of his versatility. He can play guard, he can play tackle on either side. You just plug and play with him. It's just you do what you got to do, and he's going to protect your quarterback for as long as he can. I watched some of his tape. That guy's in crazy, crazy. The time he gives on his quarterbacks, mm-hmm. impeccable, impeccable. But Grace, now we'll work you in here with this next pick. What are we feeling for the tenth? Let's see. Oh, decisions. We have a few things you can do if you're Philly. You can wreak havoc in draft B. John Robinson. Or you can draft Christian Gonzalez, which I think is probably a bit more of a little bit of a more logical choice because you do have some corners on this team in Bradbury and Slay. So I'm going to, but I I, I really, the way that Bijan has been behaving in the pre-draft process, it makes me feel like he might be going here because he keeps saying like, I want to play with Hertz. We saw the photo of him on the plane to Philadelphia. Oh boy. Um, So I'm going to go with Bijan. I'm gonna take Bijan here. I, really I know someone's mad about that. that. I know someone's not happy about that. Oh my god! <laughs> like it, it's one thing. If, all right, Aaron, it's one thing if he was drafted by the Falcons at their pick, the Chargers at their pick. But A, this we lose out on the guy, and B, we have to face him twice next year. Go. Away. I'll be really surprised if 
if the Falcons take him today. They totally don't need him, and that's I just... Love, I love Tyler Algier. I don't know why they would want to draft a running back. They should I'd draft a quarterback if I was them, actually. They need... It. Yeah, I, I agree. I think if CJ's there at eight, eight or seven, it's like you take him. Like, no brainer. Even Richardson. But... You cannot take like you can't take a running back. Like, please take any defensive player, any defensive player. I'm begging no, you, Atlanta. Yeah, I just think I just think they 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 were the like the Falcons would be the organization to be like, wow, Bijan Robinson, blah, and they don't really need him, but like pick him anyway. But yeah, I I'm mad because I I would obviously I would want him, but like even him on the Eagles just disgusts me. Ugh. Yeah. I think that would be your worst nightmare. Yeah. Paul yeah, we gotta deal with him. Oh goodness. All right. <laughs> Um, wait, who are we at now? Ben? Ben, ben are you, t- you going to feel the Titans pick up? Or what are we feeling here? What are we I, got feeling? I got it. I got it. So, the Titans, we saw the reports that they aren't committed to Malik Willis. They feel like he's not NFL ready at all. And, and the games that we've seen him play in the short sample size, he looks lost. He, like, <laughs> he looks just absolutely lost. And Ryan yeah. Tannehill is not going to be the guy to win you games. And if you're, and if you're Tennessee, I'm thinking you have to go through a little bit of a rebuild. You have to start from scratch because you cut a ton of guys and you very well could be trading Derrick Henry. So, and with um, the Jaguars becoming a powerhouse in the AFC South, and I think they're going to be ruling that division for a little bit. I, I personally, I think Tennessee is going to be the, is the third best team in the division right now, which isn't really saying a lot because the division sucks. Mm-hmm. So I think they're going to start from scratch and take Will Levis. The banana peel eating. <laughs> uh, the, that's, I can't think of anything else besides yeah, that. Coffee, man. <laughs> yeah, so with Levis, there's something about him that screams Zach Wilson, but you know, you never know. He could reach his ceiling. And what's we know ceiling? he always. We, what's up? What's his what's ceiling? His, like, I don't even ceiling. know. I think his ceiling could probably be like top ten quarterback because he's a he's really he's a physical freak also not like Richardson in athletic but uh he's a strong guy he's decently fast he has the speed to be a quarterback in the NFL and he has an absolute cannon of an arm like you can hear the whistle when he throws a bullet pass but can Will Levis keep up with today's game that's what the Zach Wilson concern was and that's what failed him because Kentucky. It's not really a football school by any means. They're more of a basketball school. And I think um, Tennessee, if they don't trade up to the Cardinals for the third pick, which I think they will and they should, I think they'd be lucky to get a franchise quarterback at pick 11 because they they do need a reset. They've been middle of the pack and or like on the better side of the NFL for a little bit, and it just hasn't worked out. So got to start from scratch when you have the opportunity. I think he's a bum. <laughs> but yeah, obviously this makes perfect perfect sense. For, I think he's a bum too. I think he's gonna fail in the NFL. I'll be real. It's just it's just you know like we we could talk about the fact that you know he knows how to spin the ball, he knows how to throw it, he has a great arm, stuff like that. But at the end of the day, you know Tennessee's uh, falling apart. You know they're sure they're building that two billion dollar stadium over there in, in Nashville, but it's just not it's just not the same. You know, but it is what it is. Uh, I'm going to Houston. I think they're going to take a receiver at this pick. I think oh, I drafted I drafted uh, Will Anderson Jr. I'm going to draft Jackson Smith and Ajabi here. I um, thought so. Here's the thing, though. I think they're going to just 
do whatever they can to build out and flesh out their roster. Demeco Ryans is coming from a 49er system where they are going to turn the Houston Texans, which is an absolute shambles, but they're going to turn into a system where they can plug and play the quarterback. They're going to build around something. They're going to target a Drake May next year, a Caleb Williams next year. I don't think any of these quarterbacks that if it wasn't Bryce, they weren't going to take them. And I think they're just going to build a complete roster this draft. They're going to try their best. I trust Demeco Ryans. And he's going to look for the future. This isn't a team that we're going to expect to be good anytime soon, but they're going to get their wide receiver at this pick. They're going to get their weapon, even though I don't think he's the best wide receiver in this draft. I think they're going to go with Mr. Ohio State here at this pick. Okay. I have like five questions for you. Yeah. Did you make this second pick? Did you do Anderson to the Texans? Yeah, I did. I think they're going to go full drum on this. Of course. Oh, so hold on, hold on. Gonna... Wait, whoa, whoa, guys, guys, guys. Before we go on. What, who traded? Did Arizona trade? Arizona's in talks to trade. Pick three and Hopkins to Tennessee. <gasps> well, I knew it. Talks. I mocked this today. What? Yeah, That's I did. The I word on the street right now. Baltimore, what are we doing, Baltimore? I thought we are going to D-hop, Baltimore. What's going on? Well, well, Lamar signed. They don't need, they don't care. They'll just draft a receiver tonight. <sighs> I think they're going to want to try to chest the guy more than, than drafting the receiver. You saw Lamar signed. Oh, no, absolutely. We talked about that. Okay, crazy. okay. You see, I expected well, Tennessee to trade up to three. I didn't expect them to include D-Hop in this trade. Yeah, that's interesting. That'll probably, like, maybe they won't be giving up a... To me, like, um, DeAndre Hopkins is worth a fourth. Maybe I'd say a third. third. I'd say a third, maybe a second. So it's like, what are you, you're trading Tennessee, 11. I mean, The Cardinals are about to get a haul. You're this trading is and Hopkins. Yeah, 11, uh, you're second and, a Hop- and Hopkins. That's what I think. Man, I love the draft. You see why, you see why I love so the draft? Good. Okay, Damn, sorry. That, that's like purgatory for D-Hop. Yeah. That, that's fine. I mean, he's back in the South, which is an LOL. You know, we, you could have sent him to the Jets to play with Aaron Rodgers, but who am I to talk about that? Oh my um, god! I want to see D Hop with a, like a good team again. Like I love watching him play effectively and actually thrown to. Yes, yeah, they're really breaking down, aren't they? All right, let, let, let's move on before anything else okay. crazy happens. Okay. Yeah. I, sorry, I have to. So, okay, you you had Anderson going. So, if I, I find it hard to believe this GM. I forget his name right now. Nick Casario, the uh, the Patriots yeah, guy. Casario, yeah, for the Texans. If he takes Will Anderson and they win four games, how does he not get fired? I think it's just a long haul. I think the Mecco Ryan's came in is like, listen, guys, I'm not going to turn this team around in a year. That's impossible. However, I'm going to stack this team for the next two years, and then on the back four years of my contract, which is on a six year contract with Houston, it's going to be good. I think. I think they're they were in love with Bryce Young, right? And everybody's like, oh, CJ's going to go number one or Anthony Richardson, whatever, and Bryce is going to fall at the number two spot. And them losing out on Bryce at number one, they fell out of love with CJ. Will Levis went elsewhere, whatever. They weren't going to draft that high Will Levis, and I think Will Anderson is the best guy in this draft. They're going to flesh out this roster and receive a quarterback next year, and then Demeco Ryan's going to be praised as a hero. But it's a trust-the-process moment. They're going to be worse than, like, Atlanta. Or L.A. the Rams. I don't know. I, mean, I, I, I think they'll be worse. Than, they'll be worse than the Rams. They'll be worse than the Rams. Atlanta could figure something out, but I, I just think they'll. Figure... 
like the only way is if they they have to get Caleb Williams. If they and don't they take CJ Stroud, Caleb Williams, they have all this pick from the Deshaun trade. They can if they're picking the top five or top three next year, they can give up the assets to move up to get Caleb. That's the thing. I think I think they're looking to play the long game because the top two quarterbacks in next year's draft blow smoke out the water for any quarterback in this. I draft. just think whoever has the number one pick next year is not going to want to trade it if they don't have it. But I you think know? The Texas are going to land that pick. You think I, they're going to be bad enough for the number one pick? I don't think they will. I think so. I really think so. so usually for the number one pick, you need to, to lose yeah. almost every game except one or two. Yeah, right? you need to go like two and 15 or three and 14. Nico Ryans is going to only win two games as well, head what coach. Other team, but what other team is bad enough for this? Like Rams, Rams, they'll they'll be better than the Rams. LA I don't know where's the Rams. Where's the Rams? Atlanta, they're going to be pretty Atlanta's poverty. Bad. They're going to be pretty poverty. But all these other teams, I think, are going to do better than them. You make a good point that like whoever gets that first pick, they're like they're they're sitting on a gold mine. But like no one's going to want to trade that. Caleb Williams just won the Heisman in his sophomore year, in yeah. his first full year starting. There's no way, unless he tears his Achilles, I don't know, does something, tears his ACL, is out for the season, maybe he falls one pick. Or if Drake May absolutely blows everyone's minds, he switches. Drake May isn't blowing anyone's minds, let's be honest. But then again, though, right, at this current mock stage, right, I took Will Anderson with the second, right? Because I think the Texans have fell out of a CJ. CJ falls to seven. I agree with you, though. And then the tight and the Titans pick Will Levis, and it's like, all right, then I just got to get a weapon here because receiver is a huge problem. Houston, I just so you're getting weapons in anticipation of Caleb Williams, but right now it's Davis Mills. You got to deal and with Davis it. Mills can deal with it. one more season. You got to deal with it. You got to deal with it. Is, like, I, I, don't, right I don't think Davis Mills is bad enough with a first year head coach who wants to win as much as he can. Texans also have a terrible roster. Yeah, it's it, it's got it got better in the off season though. I mean, they got what the corpse of Robert Woods and Sheldon Rankins. The corpse. They have Mechie coming back from injury. They signed Tunsil to the long term deal. Their defense is atrocious. That's correct. I agree with yeah. you. Yeah, they'll score. They'll score twenty. Give up forty. They have peers. They definitely like have those like. Second end rotational guys. They they what they got Stingley, that was their pick last year. Mm-hmm. So they're definitely not good, but I don't yeah, know. If, but like, I don't know. I don't know if they're bad enough. I we should move on. I I yeah, can do it. We're okay. taking a long time on this one. Sorry. Um, I have Green Bay. I um, there's a few different things they can do. I would love for them to come out and draft a receiver as soon as Rogers leaves, because that's really funny. That'd be hilarious. Um, I had them in my mock today taking Nolan Smith. They they love Georgia guys. The past two drafts, they've taken three Georgia guys in the first round. That is true. I'm gonna snag Nolan Smith off the board here. Okay. Honestly, Um, I thought was I thought they would draft Dalton Kincaid. Honestly, I know they they love him. Yeah, I, I think Kincaid would go here because they lost Tunyon in the offseason, and I believe Jordan Love has played with Tun- uh, has played with Kincaid when they were both at Utah. So I could see that also, but I'm gonna I'm snagging Nolan here. 
It's a high ceiling pick because Nolan Smith, we know how much of an athlete he is. And if they hit on this pick, it makes yeah, a big makes a difference. So well. yeah. yeah. So I have my hated rival, the New England Patriots here. And it yeah. really hurts me to make this pick because they're about to get an absolute steal. I got him taking Christian Gonzalez. Mm, yeah. It hurts because they need cor- they do need corners. Um, Jonathan Jones is getting older. They have um they did solid with Marcus Jones and Jack Jones as their rookie corners last year. But Christian Gonzalez is too good to pass up on. They could go tackle here with guys like Paris Johnson and Broderick Jones on the board, but you just can't pass up on Gonzalez. I'm so shocked he made it all the way here to 14. Yeah. Yeah, I, I in my earlier mock, I had the Lions jumping on him, but I think they're going to switch it up with Witherspoon, which is an entirely crazy thing to do. They're both phenomenal, phenomenal. Yeah. Athletes. But now I have the Jets, baby. All right. How did you get the Jets pick? Uh, well, you know, Grace coming in kind of threw it through, you know, caution to the wind. <laughs> we had we had it lined up for Ben, but Tyler, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, one option ben, here. And if you don't ben, do it, Ben, 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 I know you. You're my brother for life. Paris Johnson Jr. coming out of Thank Ohio you. State. Correct. Insane blocker. Played in college at right guard and left tackle. Likes Garant, so you can kind of pull him all over except center. He's going to do his job, and we're going to have to help out Mr. A-Rod because we want to keep him as clean as possible. Number eight's a nice number. I want to stay with white on that jersey. Now, no dirt, no nothing else. So no, no, no turf pellets. <laughs> I feel like that's all we need to say. Just protect it. Just protect A-Rod. Yeah, yeah, but I have a question for as Jets fans though. Let's say Paris Johnson Jr. went earlier, and Peter Skronsky obviously still went earlier too. Would you be fine with Broderick Jones? Yeah. I'd be fine with Broderick Jones perfectly. Now, yeah. if he now if he's gone, I would consider. I would. I mean, I would still consider guys like Dewat, like uh, Darnell Wright. But yeah. if someone like Jackson Smith Najib is still on the board, I would consider drafting him. Or even if the Jets feel comfortable with their receivers, and even if they're comfortable with like. Max Mitchell and um, Dwayne Brown and Makai Becton's health. I wouldn't even be surprised if they won someone like Kalaja Kansi. Interesting. I All love Kansi. Right. I love Kansi too. I I I Kansi would honestly be a little bit of a reach there. Like I don't know if the value is there for Kansi at at fifteen, but I I really like the way that he tested. I like it, <laughs> and they need interior um, rotational help. But yeah, I I mean I agree with you, Ben. I don't. If Broderick Jones is off the board before the Jets pick, I I don't see the value there for Darnell Wright. He's just he's a lower end first round guy for me. Second round, maybe like early uh, second round. I would rather take some sort of defense or a receiver. If like JSN's on the board, I'm taking JSN. You know, mm-hmm. JSN. Yeah. <laughs> um. Like I don't, I don't know if I would take an edge because they did stack up at edge last year, but I mean Carl Lawson might be leaving, so it, it wouldn't. After I, this think, year? I think he'd be here for another season. Okay, so like I, I don't, you know, I never hate the idea of taking like edge depth, but um, I wouldn't do it in the first round personally. Yeah, I don't think they need it in the first round. I, I would either go interior line or um, receiver, or even receiver. though the value isn't really there either. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's tough if Jones isn't there. It gets it gets a little tricky. But um, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, Tyler. Grace, you got the Commanders. Or me? Yeah. Oh shoot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, um, it was Ben. What, who was it? 
It, it is Grace. My bad. I had a little. Uh, so little... we have corner. I'm taking a corner. And you can go between the hometown guy. Hometown is in. He went to Maryland. Mm-hmm. Of Deontay Banks. Or yeah. we can go with Penn State's finest, Jerry Porter Jr. Um, I have been seeing Banks fly up the da- of draft boards a lot recently. And Porter didn't test particularly well. And he's a little bit of a flag guy in terms of he can play a little reckless sometimes it gets a little handsy just he like does. his dad yeah so um i also as much as i um as a jets fan like we don't historically love the steelers and you know as much as it, it i i still want to see him go there because of his dad and i think that would be cute but i also think banks is a complete corner so i'm going to go with banks Washington probably he's had he's been in their backyard the whole season, so they definitely if they're taking him have a really good idea of who the player is because they could have easily gone to every single Maryland game every yep. time they were home. So I'm gonna go with Banks here, but I c- it could easily be Porter as well. I agree. I agree. Banks is just he's a really good athlete in general, and he is more polished than Joey Porter. So this pay this picture pick just makes a lot of sense. Yep. Ben, you up in Steel City, Ben. What are we feeling? All right. So, shout out to uh, Mr. Ryan Lechner, one of the biggest. Yeah, Ryan. So, there are two choices that I was thinking about here, and I have really no idea what there. There are two choices that you can't really miss on. You have obviously Joey Porter Jr., the son of uh, Steelers coach for, and former player Joey Porter. And they do have, and you have a near cornerback. They lost Cam Sutton in the offseason. They did get Pat Peterson, but he's on the tail end of his career. Or you could go Broderick Jones. And the Steelers do have a big need at tackle. And I think the first order of business should be protecting Kenny Pickett. So I'm going to go with Broderick Jones, the tackle mm-hmm. out of Georgia. That's, that's a good I think point. it's just, yeah, it makes too much sense. You need to protect Pickett. And the Steelers already have a very good defense. I think you should just focus on offense with this pick. Yeah, I like this pick. Yeah, I think I think in this draft, it's like the the top, like the, the tier one is those three gentlemen of of Jones, Skaronsky, and Johnson. After that, it kind of falls off. I know Dar- Darnell Wright is coming up in the draft stock, but I'm with Grace on that one. I'm not totally sold on him. He's I'm not sold like either. You're not like a first, like he's a late first round, early second. But that might be one of those guys that we look back like, damn, we should have drafted him higher. But those three guys that I mentioned before, like they're in their tier of their own in this draft, and they're all going to go before pick twenty. So, yep. All right, Tyler. I know you. I know you loved this pick last time we did a mock draft. Does your opinion change here on who the Lions pick? Uh, no. <laughs> Michael Meyer, baby. Notre Dame's finest. The gold so. dome helmet. Listen, I I just think that regardless, the, I, I don't know how I keep getting the Lions picks and everything. You know, maybe Detroit has a calling for me. But um, I think with their first pick in this draft, they definitely go cornerback, whether it's Gonzalez, Witherspoon, or surprising everybody with like a Forbes. I don't know, like crazy like that. However, um, the first pick's definitely going to be a cornerback. The second pick here is a really, really big toss-up. I'm seeing Brian Breezy going off. I'm seeing all these other guys no. go off. Yeah, Nolan Smith falling all the way down into this pick. Maybe they grab him here. But I think they're going to help out Mr. Golf and the rest of that offense with Michael Meyer. You know, losing, losing TJ Hawkinson 
uh, was a big deal, and I think that's that could be a big part and vital part of Dan Campbell's offense, like what he what kind of system he's creating over there. But the guy's, the guy's the guy's an awesome safety net. Like if he fell to Dallas, like I wouldn't be mad if Dallas picked him up. Like he's he's a really really guy, fun guy to throw to underneath. Like he's really he's just he's just awesome. Like I think Detroit would love this pick if they get him. Yeah, I yeah. as a Notre Dame fan love Michael Mayer. He's a tremendous blocker, and he's just he's a good pass catcher also. Um. He just, this offense would be absurd with him. And after all their suspensions, I do think they may need some help on, uh, I mean, I mean, it's not like their whole offense got Yeah, it's Jameson Williams for like six games, right? It's Jameson and, you know, I'd just love to have a security guy like Mayer, like you said, after hawkinson got traded so i love mayor their offensive lines are already so good so this is yeah, just unbelievable really i i think i think if detroit doesn't make this decision somewhat foolish like i i he, he, you can't go wrong with this pick well, I, I, also, does, I feel like they can take kincaid here wouldn't really be a miss but i think yeah. tight gotta be a priority i like cancy here also i think just because i have cancy bias but if they yeah. took him i think that would be really then that's a really nice line you got cooking there that's shaping up if if they take him and then you have a hutchinson on the outside so that's interesting but I, I like Mayer. I can't be mad about Michael Mayer. <laughs> Absolutely. I think he's also a better blocker than Kincaid. Kincaid obviously has the verticality and better receiving skills. But I think I'd rather have, helps. like, yeah, I, I'd rather have, like, an awesome blocking and good receiving compared to awesome receiving and good blocking. Like, you can always use more blocking. Like, give golf time. Dangerous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's me? Yeah, yeah you got the really, Buccaneers pick. Uh, falling apart franchise here. I they need yeah. like I would love to come out here and draft Kincaid, right? But like, who's who's throwing to Kincaid Baker? Like, <laughs> I think I have a hunch of who you're going with. It's a bit of a luxury pick. Um, the stuff I've heard, like I, I think because we have Todd Bowles, I don't think Todd Bowles is going to be here for the long term. But Todd Bowles is here for now. And I think they're going defense. I'm gonna take Miles Murphy here. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. Because I've heard Bulls doesn't really like small defensive linemen. So I'm going with Miles Murphy as a bit of a versatile defensive lineman. On PFF they have him listed as an edge, but I believe he played the interior as well. I think he could be a good um Middle of the pack guy for Bulls to to mold. Um, you know, I really wish Bulls was just the coordinator on this team because he's such a good defensive coordinator. But yeah, he's just I, not a great head coach. I don't. Yeah, I just don't think he has been able to succeed as a head coach. This is now his second head coaching position. The Bucks, like uh, the the Bucks, the Bucks are a team that's going to be probably not going to be good. You know, they're going to be up there with Houston and, and Atlanta fighting for Caleb Williams. Yeah. Uh, the, Todd Bowles could win four games. To me, his ceiling is like eight games. I'd say seven. Seven. I, yeah. Maybe eight just because the division sucks. The division is bad. The, N- the NFC is a little bit weak. So The AFC now, yeah, hell yeah. 
I yeah, also think they so. do really well at like home, and you're guaranteed half those home games. So like they just have an aura about them for like, but away they're gonna get destroyed. Yeah, they, yeah. they don't care. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna go with Murphy. I think Bowles. Like I, if I'm a Bucks fan, I don't want to go into drafting a new quarterback with Bowles. So like if I'm a Bucks fan, I think I want to win as the least amount of games as possible. <laughs> so Bowles can get fired, and then you get a a, a new sexy coach. Yeah, and a, yeah. And a quarterback too. But for if now, I think you draft defense because one, you need it, and two, your head coach is Todd Bowles. Yep. Ben, ben? Seattle, beat Carroll. What's going on? All right. So we're gonna, you know, Seattle already um, beefed up their interior D line with uh, with Jalen Carter. So we're gonna go. We're gonna be a little boring here, and but it's okay. You have to be boring sometimes. To you have to be boring to. Uh, Build your team up from the ground. So I'm going to go with an interior O-line by the name of Osiris Torrance from Florida. I bet Osiris Torrance is offended by the fact that you think his position is boring. <laughs> Osiris Torrance, if you're listening to this, it's kind of true. I'm not going to lie. But but I digress. So the, the Seahawks actually did a very good job filling out their tackle position in the draft last year, drafting Charles Cross ninth overall, and then drafting mm-hmm. Abraham Lucas in the sixth round, who was an absolute steal. And I think you just got to keep beefing up the trenches. I think you got to draft a guard, maybe, and maybe Osiris Torrance could play center. You already got great skill positions. You have Geno coming off as comeback player of the year season. You have um, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, and then you have uh, Kenny Walker in the backfield, and you got to pave the way for Walker, and you got to protect Geno. So, drafting Osiris Torrance, it's just another help for the offensive line. Yeah, good pick. A good pick as well. Ooh, I have the Chargers. Ooh, Chargers! Uh, uh, it's funny. I, I know the Chargers better than I should because Kellen Moore, their new OC, I had to deal yep. with for all this time. Um, it's either going to be Zay Flowers or Dalton Kincaid. Um, Kellen Moore loves his tight end crossers. He loves yeah. the tight end in routes. So Dalton Kincaid would make sense, but also Zay Flowers being on the board, I feel like Kellen Moore would fall in love with a guy like this. Uh, no, he's, he's my wide receiver too. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I think Zay Flowers would be a really, really good complement for their system over there. So I think I'm gonna go Zay Flowers with this pick, even though I feel like it's gonna be Kincaid. Love I love this pick. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think I think Kellen Moore's gonna fall in love, fell in love with his tape. You know, he was behind the decisions of CD and those, all those other guys. He likes those quick guys off, off the short routes, big verticality. Um, yeah, I think they're gonna go Dave Flowers here, but don't get K wouldn't surprise me because Kellen Moore loves his tight ends. So no Addison. No, he's not, not saying, even in the, in the no. convo. No, I, I think no. I, I I know Kellen Moore well enough where he's gonna go either Zay or Dalton Kincaid here. Interesting. Yeah, I could definitely see Kincaid. If not a receiver, yeah, and I think the receiver is going to be nine times out of ten Zay Flowers. I think so too. Interesting. Okay. Well, I'm here. You're here. Lamar just signed. Yup. A slay. I'm happy for him because Good job. Yes, he sir. was able to get his bag, which he deserves. Sure. MVP. So he, I'm glad he was able to get that. But now he needs some people to throw to who aren't above the age of. 30. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to take a receiver here. I think this is very nice for them to do. And since you didn't take Jordan Addison, I suppose I will. Okay. Um, we've got some outside peeps ready who could work on this team. So Odell, 
commonly on the outside, and then we have um, Rashad Beaton. We have um, someone else who I'm forgetting, Watkins. So a few different guys there, and Addison's a great player, great route runner. Won the uh, I always say it wrong. Bullock took it off. Yeah, the, the Freddie B award. We'll call it that. Freddie B. Two years ago at at Pitt with Kenny Pickett was tremendous there. So um, I'm gonna take him here. New weapon for Lamar. Keep him happy. So Grace, you don't think they prioritize any sort of defense here because their defense is absolutely. They could take corner. I definitely think they could take corner here. Um. Oh, we still have Porter on the board. Wow. Yeah, because I I had I had Porter going at this pick. That's a decent pick, also. Yeah. Um. I'm gonna stick with Addison in in the theme of. Lamar today, yeah. mm-hmm. but I definitely could see that. I could see if if Forbes is here, same thing as Washington. Like he's right in their backyard, so they could definitely um, have a good sense of him. But yeah, Porter, Porter could go here. I'm surprised we've had Porter fall this far. If he goes, if he falls to Jacksonville, I'm intrigued. Ben, what are you gonna do with the Vikings? Is it Porter? It's not Porter. So it. With this pick, Joey. I have, uh, have your boy finally going, Kalijah Kansi. Yes. You are a Minnesota Viking. Love it. I mean, if we're being honest, their whole defense does need work. You could go, you know, Kansi, you can go Joey Porter here. You can even go Brian Branch here. I'm surprised he hasn't gone yet, honestly. I'm but I'm going to pick him next. No spoiler alerts. Mm. But Kansi, he, he killed the combine. That's the reason why his stock went up so high. And... He's a D-liner from Pittsburgh. Aaron Donald was also a D-liner from Pittsburgh. We saw how he turned out. But realistically, I, I doubt Kansas is going to reach that ceiling. But the Vikings' defense just needs help, and I feel you got to start in the trenches. So, Kalaja Kansi for Minnesota. I think it's uh, – I think it's I – I wouldn't say it's a no-brainer, but you're, in, you're not going to go wrong with this pick. Mm-hmm. I like it. You can't go wrong with that pick. That's a decent pick. I think he's gonna have an illustrious start to his career. Illustrious. Yes, yes. I like I like him a lot. I like him a lot. Um, I already spoiled the pick, and also I was surprised the first time when we did the mock draft why he fell the Jaguars because I also had the Jaguars pick, and I'm still surprised why he fell this far. Brian Branch, like Jaguars, gonna need that secondary. They're gonna deal with a lot of passing in their in their conference and division. And Brian Branch is in a phenomenal, phenomenal safety that can even play cornerback sometimes. Have him coming off strong safety, rushing in, or um, free safety, playing an impeccable zone. So, Brian Branch. Could have fun, Jaguars. I oh, like yeah. this pick. And I think he only falls because safety isn't a... a it's not a need for every team. Yeah, yeah. first-round position. And also, he didn't test particularly well at the Combine. But he's a really good, versatile player. Absolutely. I think yeah. we're going to coach him up. It's going to be fun for him. Yeah. Um, got the Giants. Ooh. New York. Sharing, sharing a stadium with him. Great. I think every Giant fan is going to want – they want a receiver. like Someone who can count the ball. You're a football fan. You want a wide receiver. You like it's ten out of ten times you usually want a wide receiver if you have a quarterback just because it's a fun pick, you know. It's always fun to get weapons. They're always the flashiest guys on the team. It's always yeah. fun to draft a receiver. But I'm sitting here, Joey Porter is in front of my face, and the Giants need help a quarterback. I'm taking Joey Porter Jr. That's a great. Wow. Pick. That's <laughs> a great pick. 
How do you not take Joey Porter Jr.? He's fallen to 25. He's a perfectly good cornerback. And the Giants desperately need help at that position. They do. They yeah. do. I, had, I, I actually I, had Forbes going here because I thought Porter would go earlier. If, it, I mean, it's a really tough decision if Jordan Addison or Zay Flowers is on the board. But I just don't love Quentin Johnson enough to take him over Joey Porter Jr. Fair so, we're taking Joey Porter Jr. Joey Porter Jr. is a giant. And he's teaming up back again with Barkley. I don't think they played together, but they're Penn State alum. So. Penn State alum. That's all I'm yeah. The alumni network. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so as we... I know... Tell me, Ben! I know you're not happy about Bijan being gone, especially to Philly. I know that hurts you deep down. Yeah, of course. But you guys did – you didn't just lose Zeke this offseason. You also lost a tight end by the name of Dalton Schultz. Oh, and I'm oh. here to, re- to replace this tight, e- this tight end with oh another Dalton, Dalton Kincaid. Oh, I thought you were going to pick Washington. Nah, I think, uh, I think Kincaid just uh, – I, I don't know how he fell, honestly, at 26. He's, him and May are right up there for the best tight end in the class, and – you honestly, right now, the like the Cowboys do have some tight ends on the roster. Like Dak Mate was able to make um some things happen with a few of the backups, but getting an established tight end one like Kincaid just makes the offense a lot more potent. You already have Ceedee Lamb, Michael Gallup, and Brandon Cooks at um receiver. You're gonna get Tony Pollard back from injury. All the only thing you need to fill in is um tight end, and you have an elite you have an elite um set of pass catchers. So I think Dalton Kincaid for. For the Cowboys makes a lot a lot of sense that Bijan's not on the board. I really like that pick from you, Ben, because I think Mike McCarthy was notorious for running doubles tight end sets in Green Bay, and uh, the next season we're going to see an emergence of Jake Ferguson really play. Um, yeah, like I, I, we're gonna, you're going to see his name called a lot, whether it's big catches or touchdowns. He's going to be probably Dak's one of favorite targets, and having two tight ends constantly out there, having Dalton out there too, like that's a good pick. That makes me happy. Like if we get Dalton, I I had some some mocks I looked at. We got Michael, which I was like, oh, yeah, I like that one besides Bijan. But, oh, yeah. yeah, I think I think they either go, obviously, Bijan or a tight end at this pick. I, I, I saw Will McDonald, too, a little bit. That's like a Dan Quinn pick, but, like, you know. We... I would be shocked if Bijan falls here. Shocked. Yeah, no. As of late, he's been killing every test. Everything in the pre- or in post-combine works. What's like, a little fun is yeah. if he starts to slide a little bit, do if they trade up? Jerry would trade up. Uh, no, Jerry's Jerry, 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 once, once Jerry, Jerry is a simp. Once he falls in love with a player, he will stop at nothing oh, yeah. to get him. But um, it, it really depends. So, like, if it, it, it trade, it depends on how far he slides. Because I think Minnesota grabs him up if he falls there. I think Minnesota grabs him up there. Um, I'm trying to think. Chargers would definitely grab him up if he's yep. 21. Yeah. yeah. So the, yep. the, the, the trade up would be really. We'd, ha- we'd really have to see a vision, and Jerry would have to have tunnel vision for something. But he doesn't go past the Chargers, guaranteed. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Me? Buffalo? Oh, Buffalo. Your division foes. Uh, no, Tyler Buffalo, actually. Oh, Ty, oh. I got Buffalo. Please. Hold on, I'm not prepared for this. Come on. You could take okay. Buffalo, please. All right. Um, Please mess this, up. mess this pick up for us, just for our sake. I got to think. I... I I had Addison mocked here, but Addison went farther. Quentin Johnson's still on the board. He's kind of fallen out of love for for mock drafts and draft stock. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they need more defense. I think their defense kind of got lackluster. Cornerback here, linebacker. 
Oh, I'm gonna go Mozzie Smith. That's out of Michigan. I think I think uh, Sean McDermott's defensive minded uh, brain here. I think the the woes of Bill, the Bills' offense last year was simply a flash in the pan because of the departure of Brian DeBall, and they're going to get that figured out. But I, they're going to stack their defense as much as they can because they're only getting older, and I think you got to implement some youth in there. Von Miller's like the same age as my dad. Matt Milano's not getting any. Uh, J- Jordan Poyer, you know, ancient at this point. So red hot. Yeah, yeah, I think they're going to just drop in Mozzie Smith here, and I think this is a great pick for them coming out of Michigan. Really good hands, really fresh it off the ball, really great reaction time, and puts pressure on just about any quarterback. So I think this is what the Bills are going to jump on here. Mozzie is crazy. He yes. is number one on Bruce Feldman of the Athletics Freak List. She makes every year at the top of the college football season. Just these guys who are insane athletes. So Mozzie was top of there this year. I believe... Um, What's his name? The edge on Indy. Mm, Quiddy Pie was yeah. there two years ago. So Michigan likes their athletic guys, but I like this pick. Um, I def- he's such a freak. So I, I in a good way. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, I hope so. Um, I definitely. Yeah, I like it. Cincy. Cincy. Mm, what do we do here? What are we doing you for know, Joey? What are we doing for Joey B? We need a tight end. We've we've lost Hayden Hurst. Yes, we ha- yes they have not we. We we have Brissy on the board in terms of defense and um, defensive back wise. You know, I would love to replace Eli Apple. <laughs> I mean, who would? Um, I you know Ty, you've really been in my head since you drafted Darnell Washington. No, no, please don't take him. I want him to fall in the second round to the Cowboys. I kind of like taking him here. Darn it makes perfect sense. Because he really does bolster an offensive line, aside from being a a great offensive weapon, aside from that. He's also another freak in nature, too. He's, he's, he just, just the video of him pushing, just some him pushing that, uh, I forgot what it was, the cart or whatever it was. Yeah. Easily pushing it and the other ten struggling just shows like how scary this man really is. I think I'm gonna go with Darnell Washington. That's a I love he's my favorite player in this draft. I don't care what anybody says. I love love (laughs) him. Like I I I just I just love him in this draft. Like he's a guy like I'll go in Madden, I'll just trade for him, like and just like put him ninety nine over. Like he's one of those guys like you just fall in love with, especially in interviews too. Very humble guy, very great guy. Um, shout out to the Bengals getting him because like they Hayden Hurst departure is gonna hurt them. And yeah, he's a good player. But I feel like for so the past two years, they had Uzama left. Hurst left. So now drafting a rookie at the position, you'll be able to get some stability there for, for Burrow also. Absolutely. Which I think is nice. Ben, we got the Saints. Very Ooh. interesting team. This is uh this is a, this is always a tough pick for me. I really yeah. have no idea what the Saints would really need. Um you know, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with the pass rusher here because Cam Jordan's getting older. They also lost um uh, who who who's the D tackle? That's just Onyemata. They just lost him, and um, I think they also lost Marcus Davenport, if I'm not mistaken. 
or maybe he resigned. I'm, I'm not sure. But I'm, but regardless, I'm going to draft a pass rusher, Will McDonald, out of Iowa State. Intriguing. Yeah, because the D line I think is just getting older for the Saints right now. I would have honestly drafted a wide receiver for them, but Chris Olave is there. Michael Thomas, hopefully he can come back from injury. And then they had um, that other rookie last year, uh, Shaheed, who just became a deep threat. So I'd say just beef up the D line. You can't really go wrong with drafting a pass rusher here. That's interesting. You take him over Brissy. Yeah, I mean, Brissy is more of a D tackle. Um, yeah, dog more of a pass rusher, a pure pass rusher. Yeah, I agree. Okay, even after taking um, Peyton Turner. Yep. Two years ago. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Ty. I the Eagles. Yuck. Stole <laughs> John Robinson for me. Um, I think they're gonna go with a really weird pick here. Um, actually, no. I'm torn between two people. Take so. the pick. Take the right pick. Yeah. There's, I feel like there's like one option here. There's right. one option. I, I'm trying to think in the heads of Philadelphia because th- there's 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 three things they're gonna do. One, Emmanuel Forbes is here at this position, and I think they just are obsessed with defense. They go there. I know they had a, an insane interview with Matthew Bergeron out of Syracuse, and I know he's insane in the run offense and QB sneaks, which is like the driving force for Philly. Um, I know they obviously wanted Joey Porter here, but I don't think he was ever going to fall here. No shot. No shot. Yeah. Um, God, I don't even know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Uh, Quentin Johnson's on the board. Don't really feel that. Yeah. Um, obviously, the departure of Miles Sanders is tough. All right. It's going to be either Gibbs or Forbes, I think. They're gonna Gibbs? Yeah. Gibbs? so interesting. I would not think this way. I, I, I hope you remember we just drafted Bijan Robinson. We just. Oh wait, no, 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 no. I, for, I forgot about that. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. They have an aging center. An aging center. Yeah, no, I'm thinking of stiff uh, Steve Avila or Vila, whatever his name. Oh, uh, that's not who, okay. I'm thinking of him at a TCU as well, the center. No, I think they're gonna go no. Forbes. I think they're gonna go Forbes at this. Wow. Point. That is not who I was thinking. Why you thinking Darnell Wright or someone else? We were thinking the same, weren't we? I think we when you mentioned center, I knew we were thinking of the same. John Michael. Yeah. You taking man. John Michael. Out of Minnesota. Jason Kelsey is on almost his like 20th season. No, absolutely. Absolutely. I just think they're gonna go with somebody on the defensive end. I think they're gonna go with my Emmanuel Forbes. Or yeah. I could I will take Darnell Wright here. I was considering Darnell Wright. I was considering that was immediately who I was thinking. Um me. I end. I end. Kansas City, it doesn't even matter who they take. I mean, (laughs) they could take an edge. The value isn't here right now. You have Uzama from Kansas State. You have uh, BJ Ujulari, LSU. I don't really see the value here. You like Jalen Hyde for this pick? No, I'm leaning towards Quentin Johnston. I was about to say Quentin Johnston. Even though he slid, I feel like Kansas City can't go wrong. Kansas City, um, they don't really have. A big-bodied receiver. Big-bodied. A lot, a lot of speed. A lot of speed. They lost, they lost um, Merkel Hardman, who and is a completely different player from Quentin Johnson, but um, just in terms of another pass catcher. You need like a 50-50 still, guy. Yeah. Yep. Obviously still have Kelsey, still have uh, Juju. No, Juju signed with the, the New, New England. Yeah. 
I'm taking a receiver here. I'm taking Johnson. Yeah, he I think it's stays in the first round and goes to the champs. Yeah. He has he has his um issues, obviously. We saw him disappear in the championship game, but if there's any guy who'll make him right, it's Patrick Mahomes. We already know that. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see him. I'd love to see Sky Moore emerge this year. I'd love to see that. I think we're gonna see that with the departure of Juju and probably Andy Reid liking him more and more by the day. Yep. Yep. So that's the mock. That is the mock. That was a good mock. Uh, I, I, I forgot two hours that you know, I was thinking about that. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Two hours until draft time. And also, Rap just reported that that Tennessee-Arizona uh, thing is not happening. All right. Yeah, because he's going to be a Raven. He's going to be a Raven. We'll see if he's a Raven. We'll see. Uh, I still do think Tennessee is going to trade up to three. I just don't think they're going to get Hopkins out of it. I think they have a different odds or something like that. Yeah. Uh, well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Sports Inventory. We hope you guys enjoyed the mock. For those watching the draft, I hope you guys all are, and I hope your team makes the right decision. Uh, if you're a Patriot Bill, or a Bills fan, we hope you guys messed us up. No, they can slay, and we can still beat them. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for this episode. Once again, I'm Ben Kuchapudi. I'm Tyler Graham. Grace Hughes signing off. We'll see you guys next time. Peace out. Bye.